Pretty Gritty, a duo featuring Sarah Ann Wolf and Blaine Heinen and has been around since they moved to Portland from the D.C. area 12 years ago. Now Sarah is moving to the East Coast and Blaine is staying put, putting at least a temporary end to the collaboration. Maybe, maybe not. Their farewell concert is Saturday, May 28th at Artichoke Music in the Cafe, which is where I'm about to talk with them. Well, hello, Pretty Gritty. Hey. Hello. Hey there. Is really going to be the end? It's not the end. It's not it's the just... end. Okay. It's not the end. Let's it's, make that, it's, it's it's ex- that clear. Extended hiatus. That'll be the next album. It's not the end. Yeah. Oh, mama, is it really the end? <laughs> is it the end, question mark? That'll be the album. <laughs> so what's going on here? <laughs> you should direct that this way. First, it's my fault. First and it's foremost. My fault. She's okay. breaking up the band. No, she's not breaking anything up. Technically, it might be me, though. I mean, I did say we did have to have a conversation, and we did. I, I and it really wasn't that big of a conversation. It was like Blaine. It was me, her walking out the door to probably go do something like laundry. But I've overheard her talk more and more about eventually moving, which I was aware of a possibility. And then I was like, "So are you leaving?" Blah blah. blah. And she just turns on and goes, "Yes." Whoa. <laughs> no, I. Well, this was prior to that okay. going on. Yeah. It was. Uh. It was probably. Mm-hmm. end of 2020 beginning uh-huh. of 2021 yeah. and I was like hey man and this was probably me on the way to go to laundry you know <laughs> uh hey you know I, I, I kind of I've lost the the uh energy to pursue music full-time anymore wow. you know I want to I want to do something a little more stable <laughs> yeah and um he was just like I understand and that was about all that we've really had to say. Yeah. And over time, we've had little yeah. conversations here and there, but that's kind of how mm-hmm. we operate. <laughs> wow. Huh. Little so. spoonfuls and then the end. No. <laughs> what did you say, Blaine? I think, now I remember that part of it. Mm-hmm. I, I was specifically thinking of the move. The move. But, um, ah. but yeah, I mean, because even prior to that, a few years before that, I had also probably initiated some kind of conversation of, you know, there's a timestamp or a, not an expiration date mm-hmm. to say like, I'll never play music again, Yeah. but maybe in this capacity or in a capacity of like trying to be on the road, trying to get whatever that next carrot that everybody tries to chase yeah. that you don't necessarily have to catch it. And you also don't want to chase one you'll never grab. So right. it was like, maybe I don't want to be in certain places at a certain place in time mm-hmm. playing the same stuff uh-huh. or, or trying to do those things and wake up and be like, wow. No, no, four hundred one k or time right, or right. whatever, yeah. and then I got a toothache and I can't. I'll just yank it yeah. out myself, you know. <laughs> and she basically was like, "Yeah," she said the same that I said. She was like, "I understand," and I have my own. And then I think maybe just part of it was like, you never really know when that is. And I think when yeah. she said her thing, I was like, "Oh, I didn't mean. I didn't know it would be this soon." <laughs> and then I was kind of uh, like, I figured I'd be the first one to be like, "No," nah. because uh, uh. she's just. I don't know. She has so much drive. Now, she I was told, stop me drive. if I'm wrong, but I was told that you are not boyfriend and girlfriend. We are not. Okay. I was going to leave it a mystery. Oh, damn it. Oh, well. <laughs> no, no, we're not. Maybe we, I don't know. And we live together. <laughs> We've lived together for eight years. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Eight years. We moved across the country together. She told me I, I always have a home wherever she is. Right. Porch light's always on. Porch light is always on <laughs> with a red handkerchief around it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> You're not a lady of the night. Anyway. Oh, wow. Um, is that what that means? I guess so. <laughs> Roxanne. So, <laughs> so you started singing together on the East Coast. 
Yes. Yes? Yeah. yeah. How did that happen? Uh, infidelity? I, what? <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I mean, technically. <laughs> technically. No, we had a mutual friend. <laughs> not We're ours. not going to name by name. Yeah. Uh, who was leaving her husband and moving back to Texas. Uh-huh. And uh, so for her going away party, um, she requested, like, we she knew us separate sort uh-huh. of separately i mean she met you at the open mics that i was Through going you. to yeah yeah so let's rewind so, i have nothing um, to do with this infidelity <laughs> no no neither do i <laughs> although but, some thought but that's not the case um rewind a couple years we we were both in i was in a hard rock band he was in a metal band <laughs> our bands met at a at a bar that was right next to good guys yeah, which is a strip club, a strip by club. the way. Um, this in is the DC. theme of the... Of Wait a minute. The, of the, was it male strippers? Good guys? No. No, it was It's it where was you women. think good guys go, but yeah. most of them aren't. As a matter of fact, the same night that I'm that we played this show and we met, uh, I found out one of my one of my acquaintances from high school was working at Good Guys because she came outside all sparkly to smoke a cigarette. And I was like, you! She's like, yeah, I work here now. Anyways, so, um, so we met... At the Grog and Tankard. Yeah. In DC. What neighborhood was that? I can't remember that. Um, well, it's okay. Yeah. Anyway, we so. Don't need to know that. Yeah. So, anyway, so, yeah. So, we met there and, uh, and, and we kept in touch. And then our, a couple of years later, our bands broke up. And um, he was doing some studio work and, and wanted to know if I wanted to uh, play bass in the studio. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I was like, well, I, the band broke up and I, traded in all my bass equipment and oh. I got an acoustic guitar uh-huh. and I'm taking vocal lessons and he was like he was like cool uh, I'm starting to sing too and he he was he was the guy <laughs> in the metal band who would jump who would get up on the bass drum and then jump off <laughs> yeah like it a spider was, monkey it was that kind of party yeah and um <laughs> So now I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh yeah. So then, so that's how we got back in touch. And then uh-huh. uh, I was starting to, so I was starting to sing, but I didn't want anyone I knew in the music scene to know that I was singing <laughs> while I was tr- trying to get comfortable. So I would drive 40 miles out to an open mic and sing there to try to get used to the <laughs> singing in public. Yeah. And I told yeah. him about it. And Which he is the started opposite going of what there. I would think. I mean, I understand not wanting to have people see you but at the same time the reason why I like playing in front of people is to be like hey look at me yeah yeah, <laughs> look I, at yeah. Me. I was She's like I don't want anyone way. to know me who's looking at me sing- singing right now you know cause uh-huh. I cause I you know I wasn't very good so um Blaine Blaine and I started going there and mm-hmm. then that's where he met my friend who was moving to Texas <laughs> and they became friends and then she asked us to learn some songs together uh-huh. and so we learned a couple of songs together we learned Wild Nights by Wild John, Nights Coug- by John Cougar <laughs> Mellencamp. That was what brought us together. Yes. Folks. Yep. <laughs> That's how you get and pretty gritty. <laughs> so I was I was working uh, on a military base at the time as a government contractor. Mm. And um, I invited, because my apartment that I lived in was like the walls are thin and yeah. just wasn't comfortable practicing there. So uh, I invited him to come in after hours to uh-huh. the office because it's like underground. Nobody's yeah, there yeah. Uh, to practice in, in my office. Mm-hmm. And we, we, uh, we had so much fun and like we were both new to singing. So harmony singing was a whole, was a whole different thing, but we mm-hmm. just immediately could hear that our voices blended really nicely. Mm-hmm. And so that's what started the whole, we were like, this is yeah. fun. We should continue. 
Saw it was a, it clicked right away. I think we both looked up at each other. I remember. Yeah, it was. It, kind it of felt magical. Like a, we just went yeah. whoa. Yeah. Now, whether it sounded magical to anyone yeah. watching, yeah, no yeah. idea. But yeah. for to us, us, it, it was well, like that's the important oh, thing, and that's yeah. what mattered. Yeah, <laughs> okay. that's what mattered. Yeah. And I even got a job on base. On base. Yeah. I followed her. Eventually, really? I followed yeah. her not only from across. <laughs> like we followed each other across country here, yeah. but. Yeah, I was an iron worker and a welder and fabricator for like 10 years. And wow. uh, at that open mic, her boss would come with her mm -hmm. and play guitar and back her up. Right. And, you know, on job trade, on job sites and stuff, the whole joke is like, you ask Bob other Parker. trades, who's hiring? Mm -hmm. You guys hiring? That whole vibe. And I just mm -hmm. said that as a joke. And he goes, Actually, I could probably yeah. get you a job there. And I, <laughs> and I, for some reason, I just said, you know what? Because I'm kind of scared of that stuff. Like, I don't like job interviews. I don't like leaving. I don't like change a whole lot, you know? Oh, so it's geez. like, so I jumped on to, I jumped on that bandwagon and got a job where she was working. Mm -hmm. And then we were, I eventually got into an office and we were like right down the hall from each other. Yeah. So we would call each other up on our office phones and like yeah. basically like, hey, do we have the PA for the gig this evening? Like we were like not doing work there. So this is why the government's pretty slow. Yeah. <laughs> Taking care right, of some right. things. Huh. Uh, so why did you choose the name? Well, um, so we used to play a lot in Frederick, Maryland. I've been, I was arrested in Frederick, Maryland one time. Really? We, you yeah. got to tell I us that story. I should have been arrested in Frederick numerous times. <laughs> I, I was, you I, were basically arrested in Frederick. Actually, yes, that's true. I had to do a lot of community service in, yeah. in Frederick. I had to report to Marcy Choice Lane. Uh -oh. To the jail there oh. every Saturday yeah. <laughs> for forever. He was that's barely nice. 18. Wow. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, was a, I was a hippie, and um, I was coming back from a big left-wing conference and we stopped in Frederick to because I'm from Baltimore. And we stopped in Frederick to have lunch, and we and and one of the people I was with said, "You better come out to your car." And there was a cop there, and he arrested me and handcuffed me for having an obscene bumper sticker. Whoa! It said "fuck for peace." Oh my gosh! <laughs> Locked me Did up. Did you get arrested for that back? Like yeah, goodness. back then. And wow. you had long hair. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember. Yeah yeah. I can imagine that. Mm. Frederick's yeah. a different place now, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the, the ACLU took the case and, you know, I beat the case, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was right. Stupid. Right. Totally you know? stupid. Yeah. Totally but anyway, stupid. Wow. But they took me to jail. I know. What the heck? Wow. wow. <laughs> that's a great. That is funny. That's crazy. Yeah, what's for crazy? that bumper sticker, you know? Yeah, bumper sticker. Um, All right, so. The name Pretty Gritty. Yeah. So, yeah, so for the Frederick News Post, we got interviewed. Uh huh. And because was it because of the competition? I'm not sure. I, there, but we we got interviewed and they asked us the the interviewer asked us to um, describe our sound or our voices mm -hmm. or something. And or maybe they did. They were saying that, like, you know, there's the gritty voice and the pretty voice and uh -huh. the way that it blends together just works out. And um, so we, we used to just go by Blaine and Sarah. Uh -huh. And then there came a time where it seemed like it would be better to have a band name. Yeah. And so we went through a lot of terrible names. Of course. And then Pretty Gritty, from that interview, we just mm -hmm. put it in there. It just seemed to stick. Makes sense. Yeah. Out of pulling out of a hat, actually, too. We, yeah. like, Sarah and I and the producer at the time that we uh, worked with, Matt Montoro, mm -hmm. he was like, you guys need a band name. And mm -hmm. so we yeah. just started putting band names into a hat. <laughs> And I put Blaine and Sarah in there as one option because <laughs> yeah, right. I liked it. But yeah. now that looking back, it's like so much better to have like an actual yeah, name. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and we just kept pulling the names out. And then whatever we pulled out, we throw back in, pull out, throw back in. <laughs> right. And Pretty Gritty was the one that got pulled out. Right. And that was and one we, that Sarah wrote Yeah, down. we enjoy, we, we, it's just, yeah. It's the only one that made sense yeah. too, just because. It explains a lot. 
Yeah. What do you mean? Us. I think it explains a lot about us as a our music, our personalities, the way we look. I'm the pretty one, of course. <laughs> so, so there's a little rough. My attitude is also very gritty. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Huh. So. Well, that's that's great. And so, um, who who was the, whose idea was it to move to Portland? It was a mutual thing. It I was think. a mutual really? thing. That, Why Portland? Well. So I basically, I had a conversation with Blaine and I said, I said, look, I want to do this thing full time because we were doing a lot of things and we were missing out on, we were feeling like we were missing out on a lot of things because we had full time jobs getting in the way. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Full time jobs with full benefits and good pay. But um, let's quit that. Yeah, Yeah. right. Exactly. (laughs) But it was hard. It was hard doing music started to pick up full time. Right. Well, Well, that's what I'm saying is we was picking up and we were having to say no to things because of work and I was screwing up at work because I was you know we were gigging until whatever o'clock in the morning and then getting up and having to get to work you know by like 7 30 and I would never make it by 7 30 and so I was screwing up I (laughs) was was my boss was getting mad at me and um but I didn't want to give up neither of us wanted to give up gigging a lot so we um so we saved all of our gig money um we were just doing that because we had full-time jobs. We didn't need the money. And so finally I was just like, you know, I want to hit the road. I want to hit the road. I want to do this full-time. If I don't do it, I'll never do it now. Cause I was already like 30 in my thirties. Yeah. Um, so I talked to him and I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And I hope that you'll come with me. And he was like, wow. yeah, I'll do Easy it choice just immediately. Me. So we quit our jobs and we traveled yeah. for three months uh-huh. and Portland was going to be a stop through on the way to Seattle, yeah. of course, because we yeah. didn't know anything about the Pacific Northwest. We yeah. just knew Seattle looks cool. Yeah. So uh, we ended up staying some extra time here and having such a good time here. Uh-huh. And then we went to Seattle. We were like, yeah, let's go. Right. Let's, let's go on to the next place. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it was so magical that we were like, we have to move to Port. That's the place. We're not just, Austin, yeah. not Nashville. Right. We're moving to Portland. Right. Right. <laughs> so There was a special aha moment. I, just coming off the highway and hitting NATO Parkway, it was like, uh-huh. it just felt familiar. Yeah. And it felt like maybe some of the parts that, uh, for me, that I like about like D.C., uh, the DC area and Nashville and a few things like that. The way, just the way the layout was and how it wasn't like this overwhelming city. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. It had enough, it had enough going on. And then like, yeah, all the neighborhoods and it didn't, it doesn't feel like a giant city. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause it isn't. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. Do you remember your first gig here? Our first gig was at Dante's. That is no, true. Before really? we it moved was. here Before too. we moved. Okay, so. <laughs> That's interesting because so, you, you don't, didn't expect. You know, no, you wouldn't expect had, Dante's. And we played there a couple of we times. Did, since we did. We did. And you guys kept your clothes on? We yeah. kept our clothes on. We kept our clothes <laughs> on somehow. Well, he yet. didn't, but no, I'm yeah. just kidding. Um, so uh, when we k- did the stop stop through. So we, we found out that in Asheville, North Carolina and in Portland, Oregon, <laughs> if you if you busk yeah. and you power your own gear Uh you won't get arrested you won't get fined so um we decided to do that at skidmore fountain Uh we got the lowdown about the best way to do it and all that stuff so we came (laughs) so we went to skidmore fountain saturday market Uh we set up we had our full 15 inch speakers you know full pa but we had battery packs we were overachievers we were overachievers yeah (laughs) everybody else is just like stomping on a spoon on the ground right right. we're like no we got doing the pirate music but we like yeah we showed up to, to, to throw a concert. And so we played, you know, for an hour, um, 
couple couple of steps. We didn't. So the rules mm-hmm. are: you go if you go to a prime spot like Skidmore Fountain. We found out from the locals. Um, you do it for an hour, and mm-hmm. then you let someone else do it for an hour, and then you go back and you can do one more set there. Yeah. That's that's what's fair. Uh-huh. And so we're like, cool. They even have rules here, you know, between all the buskers. <laughs> So, um, so we played and we had such a good time. And while we were playing, somebody actually, uh, rode his bike and he was like, ah, buskers. But then we happened to be playing one of his favorite songs, which is no depression in heaven. And so he was like, well, I like that song. So he stopped because we were playing that song Uh and, um, and he picked up some CDs and got our card. And, uh, he was, um, at the time, uh, filming uh, or, or had recently filmed um a bunch of footage of uh uh karaoke from hell oh yeah because he was tr- working on a documentary uh-huh. um about them and um he, so he was in good with the band and he yeah. thought you know like i'm gonna you know he sent us an email actually and uh-huh. said you know like i we were traveling with a friend uh-huh. and he talked to our friend while we were playing he said i talked to your friend he gave me your information it was Saturday. He said, if you can stay till mon- through Monday, mm-hmm. I could get you to play the set break during karaoke from hell and there'll be a built-in audience mm-hmm. for you. And we were like, who is this wonderful saint? Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so, um, so we're like, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. So we, cause we were, I think we were probably going to leave on Sunday, but then we decided yeah. to stay longer. We almost, mm. we almost just kind of stuck around even longer. Cause right. he's, cause, uh, he said, well, if you were staying longer, I could probably get you some more gigs right, or talk right. to some people. Yeah. And then Sarah was like, cause I, I had it really deep in my heart to like see Seattle. Yeah. Cause I'd been like daydreaming about the Northwest, but mm-hmm. mostly just thinking of Seattle from, yeah. from, you know, mid Atlantic area. But yeah. And she was like, you know, if we stay any longer, you're going to, we're going to miss our, our day or two to like go see Seattle. Cause then we had to go over and be in like Montana by a certain time or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And then we went up there and I basically was just like, cool, Space Needle. And I really wanted to see Bruce Lee's headstone. And then after <laughs> right. that, I was like, yeah, okay, we can go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah same. Yeah. Nothing against Seattle. Right. So, um, but he did, he came through. We stayed through till Monday, uh-huh. t- till Tuesday, really. And um, we played the set break and it was, and it just so happened that who was playing, somebody was playing at like the Rosalind, the, or at, somebody was playing downtown and that concert got out. And the only place, because karaoke from hell starts at like 10 or whatever. And so we played their set break at like almost midnight. And so whatever, and it it was a Monday night. So a lot of people came out of whatever concert was going Mm -hmm. on and made their way to Dante's right before we played. So it was like pretty full crowd. That is the Rosalind and the Star Theater. They're both right there. Yeah. So it was one of those two, some big concert let out. And so everything Uh just sort of worked out. Wow. in our favor yeah <laughs> and so we played and it was really fun and we ate pizza and, and we've uh, been asked back after after we moved here dante's we played there like yeah two we played more there times, a couple times i, I believe because uh-huh. we got in good with mike d yeah yeah, yeah he used to book mike i don't Dameron, know if he's yeah. still i don't know if he still books for for those two <laughs> but yeah yeah uh well and okay and now we're there and there and there, and there you were there we were pretty gritty from portland yeah yep, <laughs> yep. So, um, what are you going to do so <laughs> now? I'm Sarah? going to uh, live the quiet life homesteading in the middle of rural Virginia. What does homesteading mean? It's, it's basically farming. And huh. what we're doing, there's seven, my friend bought a farmhouse on seven acres of land. Uh-huh. And there was things he wanted to do with the land that he 
thought his family was going to help him, like his brother uh-huh. and his brother's kids who are adults and, you know, set it up for the next generation in his family, which uh-huh. he's not, he doesn't have kids or anything, but his sister and his brother have kids, but none of them are really interested. It's, they're obviously not interested in any of it. And <laughs> so then, um, he's, he sort of pivoted and is thinking, you know, I want to, I, he wants to create this farm homestead uh-huh. farmstead i don't know what to call it it's something yeah. between like a garden and a farm so <laughs> <laughs> homestead it seems like the the best term yeah, i could a use guardstead. a guard guardstead home garden um, well uh, i guess that would be just a garden right that's your home <laughs> yeah um but uh he, so i i basically i went out there in february of 2020 and I got a little tiny taste um, mm-hmm. for three weeks of, of that kind of life. Like we were, mm-hmm. we just, we dug post holes all around his property so that he, cause he was going to install a fence. Uh, we planted an orchard. We, I did some gardening for him and, mm-hmm. and, um, and I had, it was so much fun, even though it was really cold, the ground was frozen. It was hard work. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I loved it. And uh, yeah, it's like the worst time to I know, right? do post hole digging. <laughs> it's like the winter. Yeah by hand too. We didn't have like, like an auger. auger. No. Wow. And so my arms looked great when I got back. <laughs> but, um, had a lot of fun and planned on going back. Like, you know, maybe every, every, whatever time of year made sense for me to go mm-hmm. help him yeah. build this thing because his, cause it, you know, his family obviously wasn't going to, they're busy with other things. Right. Um, so, but then that was 20, you know, I got, I came back March 12th, 2020 and, Oh, that was that. Yeah, that was that. Yeah. So this thing happened. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I haven't been back because, you know, it's yeah. been hard to travel and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. over over that span of years, you know, the last two years, our, you know, m- my perspective on pursuing music has vastly changed, yeah. which we talked about earlier. And mm-hmm. then um, now I just feel this pull to go there and help him with this farm. Uh-huh. And so that's what I want to do, and he's all about it, uh-huh. and um, and he's re- Blaine is really supportive about it. So uh-huh. um, that's what I'm going to go do. I'm going to do the farm thing. So Sarah's going to do the farm thing. What are you going to do, Blaine? I have no clue. You no. going to do a single? Uh, well, I've been doing some solo shows yeah. lately, especially uh, after the pandemic uh-huh. uh, started to open. Like everything started to open back up, and shows yeah. started happening. Um, cause I know Sarah was like, look, I, when things come back and if we're going to play, it started out as like, I just want to play like once or twice a month at mm-hmm. max. And I was like, okay. So in my head I was like, well, if I want to try to play music still on a more of a full time schedule, mm-hmm. then I have to do more than that. So yeah. I just was like, all right, maybe it's time for me to spread my wings a little bit mm-hmm. and do the solo thing. I mean, it's initially like when I started, I mean, we both started doing music or the way that we're doing it now, like kind yeah. of like with the idea of yeah. singing and writing songs. And then we mm-hmm. just happened to meet and have mm-hmm. a glorious 12 years together mm-hmm. playing and that's going to continue. But yeah, I've been writing some stuff that's like more just for me, Yeah, you know, and uh, I'm hoping to record some of that, put some of that out there. Been playing some solo shows and I was scared shitless at first because it's <laughs> really? like, oh, there's, oh, yeah. I've only ever played with her for the last, you know, almost 13 years but yeah and maybe a handful of times was because she got sick or something and mm-hmm. she couldn't play and i think vice versa mm-hmm. 
when I was sick and she, you know, so I was like, all right, nobody to lean on. So I just started doing whatever. And then now I'm kind of coming into my own with that kind of a show, which is mm-hmm. me basically just talking a bunch of BS and I'll pepper in some songs here and there, but <laughs> which has been fun for me. And I think it's actually yeah. people have been liking it. Yeah. So yeah. he's a not so closet comedian. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, basically that's, I'm just finally turn. eventually I won't even show up with a guitar anymore and I'll just be like, hey, is this thing on? And just start cracking jokes on everybody. But yeah, uh, I'm planning on doing that. I've been playing a lot of uh, percussion for other people now too. Really? Yeah, some drumming and stuff. I was actually doing charts before I came here uh-huh. and then I have a rehearsal tonight for, I'm playing two out of the three bands on Friday at the White Eagle playing drums. Huh. And that's kind of also becoming almost overwhelming for me because I'm like, oh man, I got that. Plus trying to, I don't want to lose track of me like getting out there and trying yeah. to sing and play some other songs, but yeah. who knows? I might get a pitchfork in my hand and <laughs> turn some soil out there. Right. The so, idea was to maybe, I've, I've kind of gone back and forth about whether or not I would go out there or I, I'll end up out there at some point, but maybe not permanently. But yeah. for me right now, I think Portland's still the place for me to be, at least for the yeah. summer. I can't, yeah. I can't suffer the winter and not enjoy the summer here <laughs> as right. long as it's not on fire. Right. You know? Correct. <laughs> Correct. So is this gig at, at, at here at Artichoke, the, the, will that be the last gig before you leave? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Wow. And, you know, <laughs> the last one for... For the... However, who knows? Foreseeable future? Yes. Foreseeable yes. future. That's the, that's <laughs> yeah. the slogan of the gig. But yeah. yeah, like and like Sarah and I have talked about before, it was like, no matter what capacity, I mean, I've said it to her and she's responded with the same of, I'll play music with Sarah for the rest of my days if mm-hmm. she uh-huh. doesn't grow sick of me. And vice versa, you know, <laughs> whether it's like yep. every now and then we play a show back home yeah, or Sarah's got so, so much family, family out here. here so. <laughs> oh yeah. All my family's back there and uh-huh. all her family's out right. west now. So uh, uh, uh. have you planned the last set? We, you know what we've been lately? <laughs> we just have a list of we songs. We just like show, we just play. <laughs> uh, we, we just play the songs that come to mind. We'll have a long list of songs that yeah. we were like, we're very practiced at these ones. Let's go with these. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the order and the sets, we've just been so relaxed slash lazy about yeah. putting uh, putting real set lists together that it's, you know. Which is fine. It's been adding to some of the stage humor and banter yeah. as well. It's just right. like, oh, yeah, that one. And then we have, you know, friends or fans or both or whatever you want to call Request them they'll, they'll be like hey like, play the song we'll be like haven't played that in up, seven years <laughs> but sure like this please be like i don't even know how it starts so we can't yeah. do that one or yeah well listen uh you know best of luck to the both of you you know i mean uh i'm sure that pretty gritty fans are going to be missing you i hope you sell out the place we hope know. so too and, uh, <laughs> and have nothing but good feelings about uh, mm-hmm. you know coming back at some point yeah yep yeah. hopefully we'll yeah. do a show here and do it oh yeah a run of the northwest area that like yeah. a lot of house concerts that we've loved playing yeah certain groups up in tacoma and then down in the eugene area and yeah. and then of course around portland so yeah but yeah well thanks for your time coming in here oh thank you for thank having you. us thank you thank you have the best of luck to, to both of you thank, thank you. you very much <laughs>